You're listening to the We Are Libertarians podcast network. Find all of our shows at wearelibertarians.com. Are you a diehard comic book collector? Or maybe a lapsed fan? Maybe even someone who has never picked up a comic book in their life. Hi, I'm Remso Martinez. And I'm Mark Clare. Every single Wednesday at the Second Print Comics Podcast, Remzo and I take a deep dive into the storylines, character arcs, moments, and events that made us the fans we are today. Tune in every Wednesday for new episodes available on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, and wherever else podcasts are available. Check out more from the Second Print Comics Podcast at secondprintcomics.com. You're on the run with Remzo W. Martinez. Okay, so February doesn't get much love other than Valentine's Day, but as we uh, you know, go ahead and cruise on into March, I look back at the last month, and it was actually pretty good for me. A month of changes, a month of actually getting to spend some time and focus on the things I love doing. And if you're in Virginia where movie theaters are still a thing, rest in peace, Regal Cinemas, goddamn you, James Bond, and Eon Productions, Sony. Um, we have the Alamo Draft House, we have Cinemark, not showing much right now, but uh, we get a selection of movies that we wouldn't typically have in theaters. I'm not just talking foreign films and films that have been out since, like, the 90s. I'm actually talking the best and worst of Nicolas Cage. A few months ago, there was a film that uh, came out called Jiu-Jitsu. It's probably one of the worst movies I've ever seen in my life. And I I walked out of The Nutty Professor 2. I wanted to walk out of that. Uh, That is not Nick Cage at his finest, as you know. The cast and crew here at On The Run are Nick Cage aficionados, so we went ahead and just forgot about that. Then we went ahead and saw a film called Willy's Wonderland. If you have not freaking seen this movie, it's not for rent, which sucks. You can only buy it for, actually, no, it's for for $20 rental, I think, on, on, and it's only available through Apple, which is ridiculous. Or if you're lucky, like us in Virginia, you can actually go and see the film uh, in theaters where I think it was meant to be seen. Basically, Nick Cage fights evil animatronic uh, creatures that have been embedded with the souls of serial killers. I won't get much more into that. Um, it, it's it's an amazing film. So, you know, get in and take advantage of opportunities like that. You gotta just enjoy the little things. Uh, other than that, some people over at The World According to Ben Stein commented on my facial hair choice two weeks ago, and it was a bit longer. You can't see it now, but I was recently honorably discharged from the Virginia National Guard, so I thought I'm gonna go ahead and celebrate and grow out some facial hair. Something I've never really done right now. It looks like I hit puberty, but I'm um, trying to rock the Van Dyke, and uh, I fucked up. I fucked up. Uh, I posted this to Instagram, and immediately people started calling me a moron for using what I found to be apparently the most hazardous aftershave on the market, Aqua Velva, a.k.a. Mexican torture, Uh, and my face looks like absolute shit. So to go ahead and just, you know, break the ice with the show, we've gone ahead and brought back the degenerate panel. We've got Sean of the military industrial complex. Sean, do you use aftershave or is this basically prevent, you know, has, has my face provided a warning for anyone that's ever wanted to consider using it for the first time as a grown ass man? I would say at this point, I've never used aftershave and after seeing what aftershave has done to your face, I will gladly dump it down the toilet. 
where it should be, where God intended it. We have producer not producing tonight. He's taking a break. I'm taking a break. Derek, <laughs> the producius. Derek, uh, do you use aftershave? What's your aftershave stance? I, I don't use aftershave, so I, I can't judge uh, on use of aftershave or not. Well, I can tell you. Do not use freaking Aqua Velva. And lastly, we've got one quarter Persian Zed controlling the panel tonight. Zed, aftershave, yay or nay? Uh, yay. Uh, I use Skin Bracer by Menon. That stuff is actually pretty good, and it smells really good, too. I, wh- when did you start using that? Because I feel like this is one of those things that I should have discovered years ago when I first you know, started growing facial hair as a teen. Uh, I... I will never touch it again after this. I look like I'm either wearing makeup or I'm a deformed ginger kid. Yeah, I've been using it for like a few years now. It's what my dad used. So he's like, here, use this. It's pretty good stuff. So whenever I just shape my beard, I don't like go clean shaven anymore. But whenever I do shape my beard, I'll just put some of that skin bracer on and um, it gives a nice, uh, nice scent. It smells good. I don't have to put on perfume. So this has never happened to anybody? I know it happened to one person. Me? Um, yeah, you and one other Fuck guy. It. But it was like a Chinese knockoff brand. So are you surprised? Did, did Aqua Velva always have this stereotype? Because as soon as you know, people were DMing me on Instagram, they're like, what did you use? I'm like, well, one, I said it in the, in the freaking story, but I used Aqua Velva. And they're like, ah, oh, nobody uses freaking Aqua Velva. That's like gas station brand aftershave. I didn't even know they use af- they sell aftershave at gas stations. But like, Jesus Christ, I put it on last night. I woke up this morning and I, you know, it, it looks, it looks patchy as hell. It looks like I'm a leper. My God. Just, just laugh bastards. Okay. Um, <laughs> m- moving on with the program, uh, Zed and, and Derek and I went ahead and saw the film because Sean was going off doing whatever Sean was doing. Um, guys, you know, before we kind of get into the main topic, Willie's Wonderland, and I'll start with Zed. The best Nicolas Cage movie ever or the best movie ever? Uh, probably not one of Nicolas Cage's best in terms of mental breakdowns, but it's pretty up there in the most recent stuff he's done. I felt it was very entertaining throughout. There weren't any like boring bits. It was a good, well-made movie. Yeah. Derek? I, I honestly love the movie. It felt like a classic Nick Cage film, just like with the backstory and everything of how all the events took place. But with, um, but like Nick Cage just showed he is amazing at facial expressions and moding. Like, because um, that can I spoil the movie a little bit, RJ? Or, or we keep oh, might as well. If you haven't seen Willie's Wonderland and you don't see it after this, that's your problem. All right. So ba- basically, Nick Cage does not speak a word. Every, every, at like, all that all he's just he just just reacts to everything in the movie and it's just an absolute unit throughout like like he, like nick cage is not a pussy in this movie <laughs> no it's just murder like the Sweet, like glorious animatronic yeah, you, murder you, you think the animatronics are you, you think nick cage is locked in there with the animatronics no they're locked in there with him motherfucker <laughs> It was it was that beautiful, and, what, and what's great was I, I think this was kind of inspired by uh, Five Nights as 
Five Nights at Freddy's. And then, yes. you know, I think, Zed, you told me this was supposed to start as a family comedy, but apparently Nicolas Cage was dicking around on set, you know, like screaming, fighting the animatronics. So the director was like, no, let's go ahead and change the entire tone and make it a slasher horror flick, which was so much better than what it was intended to be. Oh, but, so uh, but, you know, you can't love this movie without having some memories at least of Chuck E. Cheese's, which, you know, they take many, many uh, inspiration from. Uh, th- this may, this might, you know, I might be too old for this, but I actually went to Chuck E. Cheese two years ago. My girlfriend and I were trying to find a, a place to eat and everything else was closed or far away and there was a Chuck E. Cheese. So we were like, you know what? Fuck it. Let's do it. And going back as an adult is a horrifying thing because I actually had genuinely fun memories as a kid. I think I went up, I think I would go there up until like when I was 11, you know, every so often for some reason, usually for a birthday. But going back now, it's like, it's, it's horrifying because the staff all look like convicts. The children are terrible. Everything is just diseased. And, you know, they, they've, in some locations, I guess they've gotten rid of the animatronics. Now they have like interactive screens and stuff where it's all like CGI. It'll talk to you. you they could program your name into it. Sorry if I'm ruining some of your uh, kids' ideas of what, what really goes on with the Chuck E. Cheese magic. But um, it it's one of those places where I'm still surprised it is still around. What were some of your earliest memories of Chuck E. Cheese, Sean? I would say going into the ball pit it was a lot of fun and I come to regret it now because I, I well, I'll, I'll say it later when we talk about some confessions, but also the bowling, uh, the bowling thing into the whole game. Ski ball? Yeah. Ski ball. Ski Dude, ball, I did, yeah. I did bomb at that. I, that's how I got all my tickets. I get the guitar off the wall. And I remember the pizza being good when I was a kid, when I was a kid. Yeah. You eat the pizza now and you're like, how is, how, how are people forcing themselves to eat this? Derek, any memories? Oh God. Um, I don't know whether that's a good, oh God, or a bad, oh God. It's just like been forever. So I really, I don't have, you know, any significant memories of Chuck E. Cheese, but like just, I, I do remember, you know, just like the food there. It's like it's tailor made for kids because only kids can enjoy that food. Like anyone else, it's just like it's like cardboard. I'm 99 percent sure. Like at least the pizza is. Yeah, I, I remember I feel bad for my parents. Apparently I had like my third or fourth birthday there and I cried the entire time because I was terrified of the animatronics. But, uh, you terrifying. know, you know. I feel like Chuck E. Cheese is like some other places. Uh, I can't think of the top of my head, but it's like you either have really strong positive feelings and memories towards it, or you have absolutely horrifying memories of it. And over the years, it seems like the older I get when ever rarely, like on once in a blue moon, Chuck E. Cheese comes up on conversation. It's usually somebody with an embarrassing story. And that's what we're going to go ahead and focus on tonight in honor 
of Nicolas Cage in his triumphant film return, actually making a good, good movie, not a good, bad movie for once. Like jiu-jitsu. <laughs> we, we, you know, if, if you guys were not there with me, I probably would have walked out of the film. But we were all there and, you know, a, a, a few a few whiskeys in, I wasn't leaving. The Thank you, Alma Draft. I feel like that's how Alma Drafthouse keeps people in bad movies. Just keep delivering them booze and you're good. Yeah, uh, just um, booze uh, and Nick Cage. So this is a six-year-old Reddit thread that has been cited and sourced and mentioned across Al Gore's amazing internet when people go ahead and look at the nightmares that occur at Chuck E. Cheese. This is called Chuck E. Cheese Employees of Reddit. What are some personal horror stories from the House of Mouse? I think Disney might sue them. But I'm going to go ahead and include this in the show notes. Before we begin, Zed, any good or bad Chuck E. Cheese memories from your childhood? Uh, let's see. Uh, can you guys hear me? Yep. Okay, cool. Uh, so I used to go to Chuck E. Cheese, uh, actually a lot cause I had a, a big group of friends, uh, who grew up in my neighborhood. So anytime, uh, they used to have birthday parties, it used to be at Chuck E. Cheese and there is this firefighter game I used to love to play. Have you guys ever played the firefighter game? Oh, is it the one of the hose? Yeah, it's the one of the house and you got to put cool. out fires. Yeah, it was really well made. I think it was made like Bandai Namco or something like that. But it was the coolest game there because it had really good graphics. And it was like it was like an adult game to like us kids. Like, oh, it's not like cartoony or anything like that. And it's cool. It was serious. Fires. It was serious. I put out fires. People and stuff like that. <laughs> but uh, I stopped going to Chuck E. Cheese after I got sick one time. Um, basically, I was playing around on the games and everything. And then. 30 minutes later, I didn't feel too good. It's like I had a fever or something. And I just, you know, I was like, I'm going to just go sit in the car and just fall, fall asleep or something. And my parents took me home because, like, I just wasn't feeling good all of a sudden. And we didn't go back there ever since because my parents were like, no, this place is, like, dirty and shit. So, Well, what I saw, so last time I went there, as I mentioned, was 2017. The, the pizza is disgusting. The wings, I literally saw them pull it from a bag of wings that you would probably grab it like giant or something. And the salad bar is a giant mess. And there was one family there. It looked like they had probably just got their entire party set up. So I'm thinking, like, who, who had time to go mess up the salad bar? There's shit everywhere. Apparently, I asked the employees. I'm like, hey, some, can someone clean up the salad bar? Because it's a, it's a little bit embarrassing. And I don't know if people have stuck their hands in there or anything. Apparently... The prior party had a bunch of kids that went in and were using the salad bar vegetables and stuff to throw it at each other, which I later found out because Julian and I went over and we played, uh, I think it was whack-a-mole or something, and we kept finding like carrot sticks. Re- real embarrassing, but it's uh, it's not a place where I, especially in like this post-COVID world, where it's like I, I don't. When I think of it now, it's like that place is god awful, unsanitary. Oof. You totally got food poisoning from Chuck E. Cheese, Zed. I'm sorry. That is possible. Yeah. But I didn't have an upset stomach. It was just fever. For all you know, somebody stuck a pube in your pizza. Anyway, let's go ahead and start off. I'll go ahead and read the first one to kick it off. My friend works there, and he says, if you're in the Chuck E. Cheese suit, you have to watch out because little kids will punch the shit out of your dick. If you thought this was going to be a family program, you're wrong. One of his co-workers had to go to the hospital because a little kid falcon punched him right in the sack. Derek, can you please describe what it is to falcon punch somebody in the dick? <laughs> oh, oh, God. That's that's strong. That's a uh, that that it's probably gonna rip your dick clean off if if you hit a center mass. Is um, that the one where it's like a sliding punch? 
Yeah, it's like, like Falcon punch. And it's like really, that's full of fire. So I might have burned his dick off. Is it like a straight punch or an uppercut into the nutsack? It's a straight punch. Yeah. Straight. Sean, I think you've been hitting the dick more than anybody else. What's the worst thing that's ever hit your nads? I was wearing a cup this time and lacrosse and someone shot a 102 mile per hour ball. I know the speed of it because someone had a speed gun behind me while they were, while I, we were playing and it rung my nuts. What, what did that feel like? Was it like time slowing down or something? It, it, well, it's not as bad as when you get hit, but it just took me down. I feel like a crater of mass. My lower abdomen is gone. And I, it just felt like nothing was there for the moment. And uh, I think it was senior year when I went to that, like, uh, it, it, it was like a, they used to call it Fox uh, Night Fox Challenge at Marion Military Institute. You go there, and if you finish the weekend, you get like a five hundred dollars scholarship. It was basically an orientation to the school, and they would just kick your ass for a weekend. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I remember uh, there was a there was a paintball challenge, and we were all thinking, "Oh, this is gonna be fun." Some people took it to the extreme. I had never actually paintballed before that. Uh, the guy who was like my partner, who I was supposed to be paired with the entire weekend, he got shot in the in the groin with a paintball pretty close and like i always thought paintballs were gonna like really fucking hurt they didn't really hurt but when you get hit there that's bad so uh he you know i have to run with him to the bathroom uh he goes up to the urinal because we had to go everywhere together and he starts screaming oh god oh my god and then he said the one thing you never want to hear when you're when your friend is at the urinal when anyone is at the urinal um please come over there and tell me if this looks normal. And I'm like, do I have to? He's like, I think you might, because depending on your answer, I might have to go to the hospital. (laughs) He had an enlarged blue testicle. And long story short, he did not finish the weekend. So my, my hat, literal blue ball, just the one testicle. I never saw him after that. I do not think he went to the school, but my hat is off to the guy who was wearing the Chuck E. Cheese costume who got Falcon punched right in the dick. Um, Can't be king anymore. Can I ask? His gift doesn't work. Yes. Go ahead. Doesn't work. So this hat, this was, this is another lacrosse story. And if I ever see this man, I want to shake his hand. And if he has kids, I want to say God bless. Cause basically oh God, this is bad. I already can tell this is bad. Uh, Lynchburg, Lynchburg lacrosse camp 2011. Yeah. And this guy from a travel team, we're all playing together, blah, blah, blah. Well, I did not know he had a cup. So I get a pretty good look at the goal, take a shot, hits him square square in the groin. Then suddenly he drops down after seeing blood come down his shorts. Like down his leg? Down his leg. And immediately... Uh, the trainers are coming to him. They're like, oh, my God, it, it, we don't feel it. It's gone. And he was taken off. And I, I assume I heard an ambulance probably eight, 10 minutes later. 
and God. They, they. Do, do you know? Do you know what happened to them? I don't because literally because their team lost in the semifinal game. The travel team was like, "Hey, since we lost and there's nothing to do the next day for camp, we're just going to go home early." So I never got to say anything to the kid. Like, sorry, you never got a sorry in. Well, I save it. I hit him. I went down, but I never got to like say, "I'm sorry." I hope like your life goes great and you have kids a nice everything like involving his kids and blah 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 i'm sorry i castrated you have a nice life publicly (laughs) he didn't wear a cup it's part of the sport actually yeah it's kind of his fault for not taking precaution oh that that is a good point zed you have three options would you rather be that guy that doyle just explained would you rather have an aqua velva face burn such as this one on my face or get falcon punched in a chucky e. cheese costume by a little kid in the dick i would have aqua velva face because the gift is only thing that matters in life very true very true king okay next story derek take it next uh that's one in control no you you see the highlight he already moved to it uh, okay Somebody uh, else can produce no, for no, one stare. I got, I got, I got, I got. All right, my my brother used to be the general manager of of one, and he has a few. I'll tell the one that stuck out the most to me. This one family comes in, mostly adults, and one little kid, about four. The adults let the kid play while they drink beer. They Pause. do sell beer, surprisingly. I don't think I've ever seen beer at Chuck E. Cheese. I well, didn't know. Apparently, it's a thing. Okay, this story is in suspicion, but please continue. Chuck E. Cheese has a limit of two beers per person, but this family was already a little tipsy when they got there. My brother didn't think anything about it until closing time. The family left the little kid there. They called the police and somehow got the family to come back. By this point, the family was drunk. The family drove there and they were trying to get the kid in the car with them. The cops arrest the family. I don't know what happened to the kid, though. I feel like that's still not the worst thing I've witnessed at Chuck E. Cheese. No. The worst thing I ever saw was this kid. He climbed between two uh, two, two racing games. And apparently, uh, you know, it, they had, his family had been there for a few hours. So they're like, it's time to go. So he starts screaming, running around. When his parents get near him, he starts hitting them. And then he got between the two games. A little scrawny kid starts crying and screaming, I'm going to fucking kill everyone. I don't want to leave. I'm going to fucking kill you. And I'm just like, Dad, are we safe? I was like uh, six or seven. And he's like, I think so. <laughs> Maybe, but it was like the way he said it, where it's like he didn't know, but he's pretty sure the eight-year-old's not going to go ahead and murder his parents and everyone else there. Um, Yeah, you know, I would – you see, this sounds fun. If you see a drunk family at Chuck E. Cheese, that could almost be comical. That could be something we do on the weekend. Get drunk, go there, and drink more and see what happens. Um, They probably have really crap beer, though. Probably, probably Sam Adams. Derek, is this yeah, the worst? Probably thing? Bud Light or something. Yeah. Uh, some something Bad. something something to make you go. Definitely a two drink minimum. Derek, what's the craziest thing you've ever seen at Chuck E. Cheese, if any? So hell, I haven't been at Chuck E. Cheese forever. Like, but I mean, maybe I just blocked it out. Maybe there's trauma there, and I just I just psychologically dun, dun. blocked it down. 
<laughs> like, but I generally don't remember much about Chuck E. Cheese. I wish I had something to say, but I don't. Sad. What's the worst thing that happened to me, or what was the worst thing I did? What was, or both, or saw? Okay, well, this didn't happen at a Chuck E. Cheese, but it's kind of similar. I went to a Joe's Crab Shack. A gro- Joe's Crab Shack. Everybody okay, it's, it's still in the same category. I'll I'll buy it. Yeah. yeah, so my family went down to Disney World, and we ate at Joe's Crab Shack because, hey, all right, let's try this restaurant out. So while I was, well, when we were done with our food, I went into the arcade and I was playing some games and shit. And I was probably what, eleven years old or something like that. And so a bunch of these hooligan kids, they're probably like thirteen years old or something, two years older than me. Like, hey, you see that kid over there? I'm like, yeah. It's like, go ahead and punch him and say, hey, what's up, needles? Because he had he had frosted tips, and me being a stupid kid, I'm like, what year was this? This was tips. Uh, 2006. Oh, totally. When frosted tips, when frosted tips were still a thing, they were just out the door at that point. Yeah. So basically, I went up to him, and I didn't even punch him hard. Okay, this kid was a little bitch. <laughs> I went up there, I punched him in the shoulder. And I'm like, "What's up, needles?" And he looks at me, and he cries, needles. and he runs away to his mommy. And then we got to leave. So I'm like, all right, uh, I guess that kid's uh, a baby or whatever. Yeah, he wasn't, he was like 10 years old. He was a year younger than me. So I don't feel bad. <laughs> so, you know, me and my family leave and then we get in our car and then his mom comes out. He's like, did your son hit my son? Blah, blah, blah. Like a Karen or whatever like that. And my parents. Well, you did punch her kid. I know, but the kid was a little bitch for crying and running away. I, 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 you know, the kid got a man up. I didn't even oh, hit him hard. That. I'm trying to laugh and smile, but it makes my face hurt. <laughs> okay, but here's the thing. I got in trouble. My parents yelled, yelled at me, you know, blah, 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 punishment, this and that. I learned my lesson not to go around punching ra- random kids, but the kid shouldn't have cried. It wasn't a hard punch. Oh, my gosh. Doyle. It was just a standard punch. <laughs> it, 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 it happened at a Chuck E. Cheese, and it was one of my – when I was in – like little SYA lacrosse. And I remember this because I actually, not too long ago, maybe same thing, two years ago, we were looking through photos and I found photos of the party and the incident. So basically, I think I, I was like walking around somewhere, coming from some games and stuff like that. And one of the photos I found the other few years ago was, uh, his name was Tim or Tom. You see hit Tim or Tom, whatever his name is, shitting in the ski ball hole. Number 10 ski ball hole. Oh, that's right in the middle. That's the 10 pointer. Yeah. And I remembered because I because when I went to go play ski ball, I threw the ski ball up. Oh. There's some shit on the ball. And I'm like, Shit on the ball. So you like, touched the ball? You didn't oh, just I, let you didn't just let it return and you didn't see it? You had you picked it up? I picked up well the ball came back to me and it was covered in shit. Okay, so here's another question. Doyle, what's it like touching another person's shit? Oh. Well, I don't think it was like freshly done when I did the it when I threw my ball in. So it was me. It was, it felt very creamy. 
Okay, oh. we're, we're going to stop there. A reply to this story. This may or may not be enforced at every location. I may or may not have gotten trashed at Chuck E. Cheese when I was in college. No, no, the older I get and the crazier the world gets, that does sound like fun. Uh, let's find the next one. Uh, okay, Zed, take this one. So this one is... I recall a similar thread a couple years ago where a former employee recalled that a guy came in with just his kid for a birthday party, but nobody came. Oh. Turns oh. out he was a single father and had just moved to the town with his son that month. He scrambled to put on a birthday party for his kid and invite children from his class, but nobody really knew him enough. And to make matters worse, they didn't have much money in the way of make, in way of games, rides, whatever. Turned out to be a happy story, though. It was a slow night, and the manager let some of the employees hang out with the kid and play a bunch of games and give him a bunch of free stuff. His dad was in tears, and he was so relieved. Oh, that's an amazing story. That's uplifting. <laughs> that's uplifting. I, I, I only know. I, you know, I, I moved around a lot as a kid, and, uh, you know. It's always hard to make friends when you move, especially to a, like a different state, a different country. I was always lucky that people showed up to my birthday parties, but I always, I, I remember one time, this was in fourth grade, one kid went ahead and invited the whole class to his birthday party. And, uh, he was a bit of a dick. He was known for kicking people like, you know, he would stand in line and he would kick the person in front of him and uh, nobody showed up to his birthday party. So I remember his mom came and started like yelling at kids who she knew got the invite. She's like, why didn't you go to, you know, Angus's birthday party or something? And the kids are just turn around. And they're like, because he kicks me all the time. Mm -hmm. And it's like, yeah, that's what happens when you kick everyone in the class, dick. But this is a happy story. That's a. Uh, that's that's heartwarming. I did not expect that here. Let me see. Where's the next one? Da, 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 da. Okay, let's uh, let's see if Doyle can read. Sean, you take this one. Let's go, Doyle. Okay, it's the highlighted one. Yep. Yep. Okay. Here, not an employee, but sure, but surely you must know of the employee who has fired from Chuck E. Cheese, and. Aurora Cat, uh, oh, Colorado. Isn't that where the movie theater shooting was during oh. the Dark Knight Rises? Oh, shit. Oh, shit. Okay. So we already know where this is going. Back in the 90s, who went to the store later at night and murdered all of the employees looking. <laughs> what? Looking to shoot the guy who fired him. Holy shit. <laughs> Did you read this? No, I, I I was just like, let's just have this be a raw experience. I didn't know this was going to happen. Because of it, of this, my mom always called it Chuck E. Cheese, where a kid is shot dead. And subsequently, I never got to go to a birthday party held there. Luckily, we had Casa Bonita instead. Casa Bonita is basically Mexican Chuck E. Cheese. Far cheaper, but you're most likely to go ahead and get SARS. It's real? I What's thought it was up? just a South Park thing. It is what? a real thing. What's up uh, with all these people in Aurora, Colorado? Like, <laughs> Dude, listen. Where you've got a high concentration of white people, bad weather, meth, and guns, shit like this might happen occasionally. 
So, so I'm sorting um, on this thread by new, and I kind of want to read this one to you guys. I, Go for I'm not it. Sh- All right. Anything to kind of wipe that last one away. And I'm still thinking of the of, of, of the shit covered ski ball from Sean. So please continue. All right. So we'll, we'll uh, pick up after this one. All right. So not an employee, but I have the mother of all Chuck E. Cheese horror stories. I went for a birthday party as a little kid and wandered off. There was a tunnel underneath the stage in one room. And being a kid, I went in the tunnel. Of course, there were other children about. And as I got to the other end, it made a U shape, roughly. There was a backed up crowd of kids. It didn't take me long to realize something was wrong because these kids were panicking. I too begin to panic and so feel claustrophobic and want to push through to the nearest exit. Well, I was seeing the light at the end of the tunnel about the time I saw the blood. Some kid was lying there with his head bashed in. There were adults now inside effectively blocking the way. I don't even remember if I got out that way or had to go back. I don't know what happened to the kid. My whole group is in another room. I didn't say anything about it because I was too scared. They were getting ready to leave anyway and have been looking for me. We went out as the ambulance came in. I'm pretty sure that kid was dead. Chuck okay. E. Cheese is fucked up. <laughs> okay, here's a question. If you're in the tunnel, and, and this has happened to me at McDonald's, I feel like the McDonald's Playhouse is one of the most horrifying things ever. When oh, I when I was uh, five or six, I I was like at the top level and in the one main tunnel tube to get out, some kid had peed there. So you could not get out unless you crawled through his piss. And uh, wow. I I had to do that. And uh, it was it was as disgusting. But uh, Zed, would you rather be forced to crawl through a puddle of blood, a pile of shit or a puddle of piss? Uh that's a hard one, kid, because if you have an open wound, either those can uh, give you something. AIDS. Yeah. Um, well, I doubt a child's blood's going to give you AIDS. You don't you know are, these you days. Never know. You, you never know. know. Uh, shit. Uh, I guess piss, because, you know, at least piss has ammonia in it. So kill off the bacteria, right? It might be easier to wash out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it'd be disgusting, but it's the least worst of the three options. But if it's like a solid shit, you could probably like if you're a kid, you could probably like Spider-Man crawl, you know, with with your legs and your arms on both sides of the wall. You could probably try and like shimmy your way out around well, it. Well, at least. well see what, what what happens then is like you're, you're about to get over it and then like you lose grip and fall right. And you it. fall right on it. <laughs> what, what if the kid ate Indian food? Uh, oh, no. I don't think. Wait, wait, wait. No, 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 no. <laughs> because they're at McDonald's. So they ate McDonald's. Oh, it's even worse. But you know it's worse because you know if you know when like McDonald's doesn't sh- suit you and you gotta run to the bathroom right away and it's just like all watery and shit. Yeah, if you get if, if for me it was always the chicken nuggets, the McDonald's chicken nuggets just run right through me. Okay, Derek, uh, piss, shit, or blood through the tunnel. Uh, I'm gonna go with the uh, I'm gonna go with the piss. I feel like that's gonna like it's. It's the least. It's 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 like the best of the worst options. Like it's like it, it's the least bad. It's the least bad. Even the uh, okay, Doyle. Is the shit like solid or is it just smeared everywhere? Okay, like we diarrhea. have to we have to vote on this. I'm gonna say it's a solid shit. All right, I'm down for solid. Yeah, solid. Is okay, everyone has agreed it's a solid shit. Okay, it's a solid shit. It's hydrated urine, but a lot of it. 
and a child's blood. So the odds of getting AIDS are minimal. I mean, honestly, I feel like the solid shit because then I could I could easily just you could shimmy. Yeah, if you're a kid, you could very unless you're like Honey Boo Boo, you could go ahead, put your legs and your and your arms against the side of it and you can shimmy. Yeah, like Mission Impossible, that shit. You yeah. lose grip and your your nose is like an inch away from the piss. Or the shit. <laughs> or the shit. <laughs> Damn. Yeah. So I have to go with shit. Oh, my gosh. Okay, so we've got I, – I, I would take the shit, too. So me and Sean are shit. Zed, you were piss. And Derek, yeah. you were piss. So I think I think we all can basically say no one wants to go around the blood. Yeah, yeah, no one wants to go around the blood. There's too much risk involved. Too, too much risk. Um, and, and also, okay. that would probably terrify you as a child. Like, like you just see this pile of blood. You're like, do I touch it? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> yeah, that would just bring out so many other questions. Can you believe what health inspectors have to look at when they go and inspect those play places? You oh, see God. the blood and then you hear, it's your birthday, <laughs> and we're going to have, have some fun. fun. It's, it's your, your birthday, birthday. <laughs> and you're going to have some fun. Doyle, you need to see this movie. I will, really go, I will go with you again to see that movie. I'll go with you again. <laughs> um, okay, Zed, where's the let's, – let's grab the next one. You know Reddit better than me. I think it's the first time I've spent more than like two seconds on Reddit. Okay. Uh, this story, actually, Zed, you take this one. All right. And I just want to say, I love, I love, one thing I love about Reddit are the names. This is Sexy Corn Witch talking about a Chuck E. Cheese related experience. Only on the internet, folks. You got to love it. Okay. So this story involves a Chuck E. Cheese, but I wasn't working there. I worked at a comic book store next door at the Chuck E. Cheese. Well, is this you, RJ? I I would totally want to do that because think about it, you're you're making not much at a comic book store. You got Chuck E. Cheese next door. I would probably eat some Chuck E. Cheese at work if I did that. That sounds like a good job in a good location. I like this person. We were a large we were a larger comic book store and had a lot of golden age comics at the time that were pretty high value. Chuck E. Cheese was open a bit later than us, and we were in a strip mall. Their bathrooms were up against our wall. Someone hid in the Chuck E. Cheese bathroom, climbed up into the ceiling of the strip mall from the bathroom at Chuck E. Cheese, and then dropped down, bypassing our laser security system onto the top of our counter. They ran across the countertop and ran around the store and stole the comics without tripping the laser security system because their feet never touched the floor. Our cameras caught them so we know how it happened, but we never caught the guy. It was like the most planned out crime that ever happened in a comic book store in rural Michigan. <laughs> you need to talk about this on your po- your comic book podcast. Bro, this could be a movie. Yeah. The starring the Nick Cage. Cage. Starring Nick Cage. I'm going to steal the comic book of independence. Okay. Oh. Okay. You know how all of this like connects? Nick Cage. Cage. Nick Cage is a big Superman fan. So much so that he was almost cast in the 1992 film that did not go to theaters. It was uh, in in the production phase by Warner Brothers called Superman Lives, and it was going to have Nicolas Cage as Superman. And the the film didn't go through, 
lots of reasons why, but he's he's always been in love with Superman. He even named his firstborn son Kal-El. So that shows you it. In 2006, somebody broke into one of his mansions and stole his first appearance of Superman in Action Comics. He eventually found it somehow, I think through eBay or something. But long story short, in 2012, he wanted to produce, direct, and star in a movie where he would play himself trying to recover the comic book. And much like that Superman movie, it never went through. So if there was ever a moment where we start a crowdfunded petition to get Nick Cage to star in a movie which combines Willy's Wonderland, his oddness, and his love for Superman, it's this story right here. That, that's where he was going at the end of the movie to get his comic book back. Damn straight. <laughs> My only thing is, like, how does a comic book store in rural Michigan at a strip mall have a laser grid system? Good question. I should not think too much into it, should I? It's a good question. No. Uh, well, if the guy's buying high-value ca- comics, he must have a lot of capital. Eh, pr- pretty um, true. I've, I've uh, seen I, it. I'm it's actually there. looking at the same comic thre- the the. Com- Blah, the comment thread, and it said, and uh, one of the, and that same guy replied to someone saying, "Comic book stores have uh, lace cure systems." Damn, he says the store was a distributor for Marvel original art. Oh, what? those guys! So you have to pay a license for that. You pay for the year long license, so all the exclusive art that's drawn by artists from Marvel go to your store before you give it permission to circulate anywhere else. That's a thing. So I can believe uh, that. Apparently, he the thief did not get the original art. And if he had, he would have walked out with tens of thousands of dollars. Wow. Crazy shit. Crazy shit. Derek, take the next one. All right. We had a part. We, we had two pretty bad experiences at the time that I worked there. First, we had a family come in and the father of the group got way too drunk by working around the two beer limit. We had pause guys. I think we need to get drunk and go to Chuck E. Cheese. Oh my god! <laughs> They're open. One? They're uh, open. Where, where is one? Uh, Manassas. Manassas and Woodbridge. I mean, if you want to risk COVID, that's a hundred percent guarantee of getting we're, COVID. We're gonna die Mother, there. Motherfucker! I already had it. Nothing yeah. can kill me now. <laughs> you might get the mute. next strain. You might get the next strain. They're all talking about. He gets the Chuck E. Cheese version. The Chuck E. Cheese strain. The Wonderland strain. The Wonderland strain. Chuck Chuck E. Cheese nineteen. Chucky 19, cheese 19. Oh, okay, Derek, keep going. He started picking fights with the other people in the restaurant and in the restrooms. So my manager got me. I was supervisor at the time. And one of the guys from the kitchen to tell him that we need that he needed to leave and to escort him to the front door. As we were doing that, my manager went out back and around the building to watch us from the side and call the cops. My manager kept telling us to stall and stall, so we kind of picked a fight with the guy to keep him keep him in the parking lot. Finally, our manager gave a sign that it was okay to let the guy go. So, so, so. Uh, he, he piled up in his minivan and headed down the steep hill that was our driveway. When he got to the bottom, three officers were waiting in the gas station parking lot next to us and pulled him over since, as soon as tires hit the roadway. Second, we had a trio come in once. Male, female, and a small child. While the kid was off running around, someone claimed that they thought... Okay, stop. My dog just peed all over the place. I'm sorry. Pause. Oh, my God, is he?
All right. Well, oh, is RJ gone? He's gone again. <laughs> RJ. Oh, you sit there. Oh, he's back. You wanted the bed? Well, you shouldn't have peed in it. Make me feel like the bad guy. Okay. Hey, RJ. Oh, so you yeah. could just uh, edit all that shit yeah, out. Then. I could do all that. Oh, but I had a lot of good stuff that I had, I said. Well, I'll see what I'll see what can fit. Who knows? This Who is knows? what happens when you record. Okay, Derek, pick up where we where we left off. All right. So for the second story, um, second we had a trio come in once: male, female, and a small child. While the kid was off running around, someone claimed they thought they saw the guy snort something off the table. Frequently, people would like to crush up candies like Smarties and snort those, so we didn't think anything of it at first. Then, after closer inspection, we saw that there were no candy wrappers on the table, and they were starting to act funny. So we called the cops and told them what we suspected. The cops came and surrounded the building, blocking the exits. When, when the police walked in the front door, the couple spotted the cop and took off running to a fire exit. He busted through the door and was quickly taken down by the arm of the officer waiting outside. It was some shit right out of the movies. Dudes... Feet flew up over his head and everything. I imagine that place would be pretty trippy, though. Man, if you're going to do drugs anywhere. Why a Chuck E. Cheese? Well, I almost feel like saying Chuck E. Cheese is an appropriate place to do it. Uh, actually, yeah. I mean, if satanic rituals can could, be held. Could you, could you imagine what would happen if they had like an adult's night at Chuck E. Cheese where they made the, the animatronic plan, like death metal, and they had like strobe lights and beer? Oh Oh, God. I almost feel like that's how they can make their COVID rebound to bring people back. Oh. Could you could you imagine Chucky actually, like, playing Marilyn Manson songs? Let's go. Let's go. This is how, this is how you revive Chuck E. Cheese, for real. This almost sounds like, like our Dave and Buster's night. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it'd be something that would happen. Uh, who knows? There probably was cocaine at our Dave and Buster's night. This poor you know, kid. This poor kid has totally parents sad. arrested because they were doing drugs. I will not <laughs> deny or confirm that at that night there was cocaine. Yep. Ah, okay, I totally see it. Whoa. Uh, next one, uh, Doyle. Oh wait, this this is the one I read earlier. Oh, okay. Okay, keep going. Let's let's grab a few more. Everyone gets one more. Uh, oh, wow, that's a long one. That is a long one. Oh my! Damn. It's a novel. You want me to read this one? Yeah, it's go a for novel. It. Okay. Oh shit! Something I can actually answer, and I don't have any good stories. Mainly just kids throwing up in the sky tubes or buy merch. I remember one time I was doing a road show, and this little kid about five years old kept on grabbing my butt and trying to grab my crotch. I did what I could to get the kid to stop, but he kept at it. Raton, Raton, his family was right there, too, laughing about it. This drunk man came in with his family one night, right as I was getting off my shift, and he had a quesadilla in his hand. He proceeded to throw it at my manager and then mess up our salad bar by throwing food around. My manager was being as polite as she could be, but when she asked him to leave, he threatened to sue her. About a month later, she actually had to face corporate. However, nothing ever came of it because we had the video of a guy being a shithead. I'm still not sure what possessed the man to do it. 
Uh, so these are multiple stories in one. Uh, actually, oh my they're, God. They're, so we'll there are just... two more. There are two more in this thread. These, the, the rest are just is an edit. Okay. Um, uh, my gosh. Well, want me to read the other two? Yeah, just, just, yeah, you have to. Okay. When I was still rather new to my job, it's still my first and only job. I kept all my stuff uh, on the break table, just like everyone else. One day after my shift, I decided to go get some Taco Bell before heading home. I realized I had 55 missing dollars from my wallet. Turns out one of my coworkers took it along with some free movie tickets I had. Turns out it was one of the new chicks we hired who apparently was on drugs. She was arrested not too long after she was fired for unrelated reasons. Sometimes we get really stupid complaints that we can't do anything about or from people who just try to get free stuff from us. A few days ago, we received a complaint from a lady who claimed we didn't have enough room in our store to seat everyone. She was referring to the time she came back in December. I don't get why she would wait five months to complain about something. I've also had people come up to us and tell me they want a jackpot on a game and it, it have them only one ticket. Pretty simple because sometimes there's a misunderstanding with how the game works or something. But this one guy in particular stands out. It was a busy Sunday and a couple months ago and this guy comes up and he says he's won the jackpot on a game called Galactics. Well, I walk over to the game and with him and have him explain exactly what happened. She says he put the coin in and the rocket made its way to the jackpot. We only gave him one ticket. Okay, so I put only two tokens in the same slot he did, and I won the jackpot on my second try. Yep, he was lying. I gave him the tickets. I won good faith. That wouldn't try to pull the same trick again. So this, a lot of cheating. A lot yeah, of cheating it, going it, on. I, I feel like if you're going to go ahead... And have a place like Chuck E. Cheese. People are going to go in and, and try and screw with things. True. What I hate are the ticket thieves. The ticket thieves are the freaking worst. That and the, I feel like the ticket thieves are worse than the coin thieves. Because if you're stealing someone's tickets, it's like somebody earned that. Whether it's a lot or a little. Bastards. Okay. Okay. This is funny. Doyle, you got you to take the one right after that. The one that starts with edit. Okay. Um Oh yeah. Uh, I want you to read this. <laughs> this one black guy with long dreadlocks and gold and a golden tooth. And one morning and just sat in a booth by the front door, not doing anything, didn't have a family and wasn't waiting for any family friends or to come. We asked, I was getting very, a very mad vibe from this guy. Wasn't sure if he was, plotting something bad so i stood stood at the kid shack so that he couldn't get out with someone's kid oh, this he is dark. there sitting at the booth for about an hour it got all it got us all on the edge well it turns out he was riding the bus and he saw my coworker heading to work same girl that took my money and decided to follow her to work so he could get her number. She had to pretty much tell him fuck off in a polite way. Never saw him again. Wow. Oh God. The story about the girl thickens. This is uh this is crazy. So I'm I'm gonna go ahead and take the last one, then we'll go ahead and wrap up with a few questions. Uh we have some great people come in, some that we know by name, some are regulars that I'm always happy to see, but we also have rude people that come in as well. I remember one time I was probably maybe my first month, I was bussing tables. I came across a table that didn't have 
any belongings. And if they had any food, it was under a bunch of trash and napkins. Prime example of a table that nobody's sitting at anymore. So I start throwing the trash in, in the bus tub when this lady comes up behind me and yells, we're not done with that. I look back and apologize and say I'll set the cups aside since I haven't touched them yet. And I'm only getting rid of trash. When she starts saying how there's still a slice of pizza under all that trash. Yep, I checked. One half-eaten slice of pizza. She goes on and yells at me saying, that's not cool. Do you always do this? I end up getting my manager to manage the situation. But uh, yeah, I'm glad I haven't seen her since. My manager seems to get a lot of complaints from sexist people. <laughs> Once I started becoming more of a leader figure toward uh, to the other cast members, I'd help my manager with situations like this. And, you know, they'd be rude to her calling her stupid or fat. She's not fat. She was pregnant. But as soon as I stepped in, they seemed to be very cooperative with me and calm. Not sure what to think of that. Hmm. Hmm. I, I feel I feel like if, if people are going to be treated like shit, it's going to happen here. Uh, guys, I, I've got to wrap up this episode tonight. We'll just go ahead and end with this. Would you rather be a Chuck E. Cheese employee or go back to the worst job you've ever had? Derek. Oh, oh boy. Um, huh. Push carts or work at Chuck E. Cheese? I feel like push carts at Walmart involves less dealing with people. Yeah, I'd rather just push the carts at Walmart. <laughs> just Seems appropriate. Zed? Uh, I used to wash cars, and at least I get to work at washing cars and not disease. <laughs> All right, Doyle. Ooh. I mean, I have two worst jobs that are pretty much tied. Either be a basketball ref again for kids, or work at Arby's. And between those and Chuck E. Cheese, I, I'd probably go back to the Arby's job. I mean, nothing's it worse than the, being a Chuck E. Cheese employee. Yeah. So my my two worst jobs, and I don't want to say GameStop was a terrible job. It's just that I got paid minimum wage as a twenty four year old man. Uh, but I, I I my worst job was uh, walking business to business selling Chinese makeup to stores. I dealt with a lot of strippers, crackheads, homeless people. I think I would rather be a Chuck E. Cheese employee because at least you're indoors. So that's about it. Final question. Who wants to go get drunk and go to Chuck E. Cheese? Raise of hands. Just me. Zed, you're, you're halfway now. Uh, is there not oh. alcoholic beer? You're not oh, yeah. having fun He's anymore. Do it. Okay, guys. Well, uh, we're going to go ahead and post the link to this in the show notes today. want to go ahead and thank uh, Sean of the Military Industrial Complex, One Quarter Persian Zed, and Derek, not tonight's producer. Thank you so much. And as always, it costs you nothing, but it means everything to me. A five-star rating and review on iTunes lets people know when I have to leave in the middle of the show because my dog peed on something. So as always, we'll be back later in the week. I'm Ramsey W. Martinez. Be good, be safe, and I'll talk to you later. You're listening to the We Are Libertarians podcast network. Find all of our shows at wearelibertarians.com. Like the Chris Spangle Show, Liberty Explained, The Brian Nichols Show, The Boss Hog of Liberty, Freedom Strips with Keaton Tucker, On the Run with Rimzo Martinez, Gingerarchy with Trisha Stewart Mann, Upward Libertarian Activism, and now hear this. Tune in now and we're going to help you sound smarter when talking with your friends. 